Hey everyone, welcome to Be The Change. My name is Lily Mott, and today I'm going to be talking about how change comes when you empower others. My guest this week is Santiago Mayer, and he is the executive director of Voters of Tomorrow, which is a Gen Z-led organization working to engage young voters and to harness the power of Gen Z to protect democracy. This is such an important topic in the United States this year as voters head to the ballot boxes. And for many Gen Z Americans, it may be their first time voting or maybe their first time voting in a presidential election. So without further ado, let's get started with this episode featuring Santiago Mayer. My name is Santiago Mayer, and I am the executive director of Voters of Tomorrow. We are a Gen Z-led, nonpartisan, nonprofit organization working to engage young voters across the country and harness the power of our generation to protect democracy. That is such a great way to get started with this episode, and I am so excited to talk with you about the work that you're doing. But before we dive into everything that you're doing with Voters of Tomorrow, can you tell me more about your background and what motivated you to get involved in politics and start doing this work? For sure. So I'm originally from Mexico City. I moved to the U.S. in 2017 in the middle of the Trump administration. And in Mexico, I had always been really interested by international politics. I was a model United Nations kid. Uh, so coming to the U.S., seeing sort of the chaos that the Trump administration was unleashing, and especially the impacts global impacts that the Muslim ban was having really kind of just piqued my interest into like U.S. domestic politics. I started trying to talk about it with people in my classes, with some of my friends, and I like very quickly realized that many young people either didn't know it was happening or just didn't really have like the framework to engage with it. So I, I had to, tw- I had to get my opinions out somehow. So I started tweeting them out. And for one reason or another, I built a following online. And as we were approaching the 2020 elections, when we were in the 2020 primaries in 2019, I decided to use that following to try and tackle the issue that led me to have it in the first place and to make sure that young people were not just engaged with politics but were an active part of it and that their opinions mattered because at the end of the day we're going to be living here for much longer than most of the people making the decisions and it's only fair that we have a hand in shaping them so i started voters of tomorrow and over the past three years we've grown a we've we've grown so much to a point where like now it's it's a job and I've met the best people in the world doing this, the most passionate and dedicated activists, strategists, communicators, who are all just so dedicated to making sure that Gen Z is able to have an impact in politics and to make sure that democracy survives. I think that is such a great story. And I always love an organic beginning where someone is motivated to create change and then it becomes a huge movement with tons of people getting on board, which I definitely think 
voters of tomorrow has become. So can you tell me more about the political issues that interest you the most right now? What are the issues that you have your eye on when it comes to the 2024 presidential election and other elections around the country as far as the power that they may have to influence voters, especially Gen Z voters? What are some of the issues that you have your eyes on and maybe that we should be paying attention to as well? Definitely. Yeah, I think Listen, I think the most important issue at the end of the day is democracy. And that's always why I lead with it, because what we're seeing right now in the U.S. in particular, but also like across the world, is a really big rise in authoritarianism. And I don't think I don't think our generation really thought that we would be the ones to have to protect democracy and fight back against fascism. But that's that's really how it's shaping out to be. And democracy is like the issue of all issues because you can't solve anything else without it. So when we're looking at what we're doing, it, it, it always comes down to like how we you how we talk about each issue in the framework of making sure voting rights are protected, making sure we're fighting back against big money, making sure we're fighting back against gerrymandering. We can't really solve any other issue if those things aren't solved first, because it really suppresses the voices of the majority of young people that want to take action on climate change and gun violence, right? So that's something that's really the backbone of Voters of Tomorrow and kind of my personal issue that I'm passionate about. And it really is kind of our North Star. That is what we're working for. That is the basis of everything that we do is making sure that young people are, yes, obviously impacting all these policy areas, but also making sure that we're keeping democracy safe and that we're voting out people that don't regard democracy as something that should exist and to congratulate the people with political power who are making an active effort to protect voting rights. When you're thinking about this election cycle, what are some of the challenges that you're trying to overcome when it comes to getting young people to the polls? What are some of those barriers that young people face that may prevent them from voting? Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of them. I think last cycle, and this is something that we're seeing this cycle too is there's a very coordinating effort by some people on the far right to suppress the youth vote and this takes shapes in this takes a lot of shapes uh everything from taking campus uh, campus polling places away to requiring uh that making sure that like out-of-state students can vote in the state that they live in to increasing requirements and mail-in ballots if you're voting in the state where your parents live. We have Vivek Ramaswamy running around saying we should increase the voting age. We have new voter registration rules that prohibit some of the tactics that are most successful at registering young people. And when you put it all together, it paints a really clear image of a far right that realizes that it is running out of time, that the, voter, the voters of tomorrow, the young people, simply aren't buying what they're selling. 
and that they are taking increasingly desperate measures to try and suppress those voices. So we we have engaged in really like a fully fledged defense of youth voting rights, whether that means suing the state of Florida, like we're doing right now, to strike down some of their new voter registration rules, to sending out buses uh, to universities in Texas that had their polling place taken away, or simply dispatching volunteers to go do the very hard work of registering kids in high schools, right? I think there is so much that needs to be done and there is simply never enough time that when we are working as a movement of young people rather than as an individual organization, we are able to just do so much more and like that is also a really big reason as to why we are so active and partnering with other organizations, whether they're local, state, or national, because none of us have the capacity to do this solo, but together we are the future and we're going to kick far right ass. I think it's so important to make people aware of how they can participate and how they can vote, because I think sometimes it can be really difficult for people. And I think this is a really simple example, but it can be so tedious to vote when you're in college and you don't live in your state. And that's just one of many challenges. So do you have any advice for young people who may be too young to vote or they may not be able to vote for other reasons, but still want to get involved and support the democratic process? What are the best ways for those people to get involved? I love that question because I can't vote either. I am not a citizen. I, I Like I said, I, I'm originally from Mexico City. I am currently a permanent resident. I, I, I can't vote either. And I think the power of people who can't vote but dedicate their time and effort to making sure that other people can is truly one of the most rewarding things to do. Like, I, I have had so many opportunities and to like experience so many opportunities to really experience the best of people by making sure that their rights are protected even if i don't have those rights and i think the best way to do it really is to first of all speak out and don't stay quiet and to a degree this is a very low barrier and like pretty low hanging fruit but like you never know who is listening. Saying what you're thinking out loud, calling out bad stuff when it's happening, regardless of like whether you have an audience or not, is is so important and can really make such a big difference. I also think like, listen, the reason we're suing the state of Florida right now is because they are trying to ban non-citizens from registering people to vote. And that that's you can always register people to vote. Like we are, we're going to strike that law down because that is a fundamental piece of democracy, the ability to go out and engage other people in democracy. So whether you're a non-citizen or whether you're under the age of 18, you can always grab voter registration forms and head out to your school, head out to a local library, head out to a park, go somewhere and register people to vote. You can also join an organization like Voters for Tomorrow or so many other phenomenal organizations that run very comprehensive programs to turn out the vote. And whether that means sending out texts to people, asking them if they know where their polling place is, 
or calling people or knocking on dorms or simply just distributing uh, informative literature. There are so many big opportunities that so many organizations provide that there is always something that will appeal to people. And I think that's honestly one of the best things about the space because there are so many of us that you can really find whatever feels kind of your your niche. I think that is great advice. And I think it's so important for people who can't vote to hear. But I also think it's so important for people who can vote to hear to inspire them to get out and vote, but also to do a little extra and encourage others to vote or register voters as well. So I'm going to ask you to share a little bit more advice now. Lots of young people, especially high school students and college students, want to make change, but they may not know how to get started with that work. What advice do you have for those people who may be listening? Honestly, send me an email or send anyone at Voters of Tomorrow an email or just go to our website, votersoftomorrow.org, because that's really what we're here to do. Our goal is to empower the next generation of democracy defenders. And listen, a lot of us are starting to not be so young anymore, right? Like we have a few years left in us, but at some point we're, we're going to have to face out and we need to make sure that there are passionate, dedicated young people ready to take the charge. So if you want to get involved, if you want to affect change in your community or in your state or in your country, reach out to us. We will make sure to find you, help you and work with you to accomplish that goal and also give you the tools that are necessary to get other people involved. And I think that's key because again, like none of us can do this alone. It's a team effort and we need to all be working together. So we'll make sure you have a team. We'll make sure that there are people supporting you and that there is a national movement behind you. I was so inspired by this conversation with Santiago, and it's inspiring to me that he's doing all of this work to defend democracy and protect people's rights to vote when he can't actually vote in the U.S. himself. Santiago is so passionate about the work he's doing, and I think Voters of Tomorrow is motivating so many people to not only get to the ballot box, but also support others to do the same. So I think we can all keep Santiago's story and his work with Voters of Tomorrow in mind, because change comes when you empower others. Thank you so much for listening to this episode, and you can find Santiago on Instagram at ssantiagomayor to get connected with him. You can also find Voters of Tomorrow on Instagram at VotersTomorrow to learn more about the work they're doing. If you want to talk about anything I mentioned, please reach out to me, by email at lily at be the change org or on Instagram at be the change podcast. Tune in for my next episode, but until then, be the change you wish to see in the world. Bye, guys. <laughs>